Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the Pro 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. There's also some companion videos we have for the, the COINTELPRO 2.0, and that is at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side, seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that, you know, a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you. And since the commercialization of the military industrial complex, these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles. So visit the website, check out the resource. That's COINTELPRO, the number two, ZERO.com. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I am the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast is a series by the Mesh News Project. Mesh News is the only zero-profit decentralized independent news outlet out there we do this not for money but because it is church i want to go ahead and um thank you for tuning in the podcast i want to thank you for the calls i received this past week people calling into the show maybe one of these days we'll do a call-in show uh but uh, i just want to say thank you for that and you know i'm saying you guys are the reason why uh we um I've grown this podcast from just a few dozen people to over 70,000. And, you know, um, the calls will be hit or miss. I got like three this week. Uh, out of the three, we had one troll. Uh, waste of my time for a while. But, um, yeah, I want to thank you for the calls. I, I want to help you guys. I want to help you solve problems. And um, the only way that... Uh, we make each other's lives better is if we help each other and grow our knowledge base. Today, I want to talk about daisy uh, dog whistles and daisy chains and why that's going to pertain to you, a person who is in this um, program, COINTELPRO 2.0, or just being the, the gang stalking, which is something local governments and tourists for, for people who may become a... Um, a burden for the city or you know about city corruption or 
um, what have you. Gang stalking is a tactic used by city governments, which you know it's why it's one of the reasons why they say you can't beat city hall. And um, dog whistles and uh, dog whistles and daisy chains, when it pertains to it, is we're going to talk about how dog whistles are used and how language is used to daisy chain dog whistles to get people crazy, and why it seems like why are people not listening? I corrected their information. You know, this is a smear. I showed them that they're wrong. And they're still not... They're acting as if they didn't even hear that information. And that's because of dog whistles and daisy chains. Now, first and foremost, what is a dog whistle? Well, as you've noticed in the political spectrum, that extreme language is now being used to describe each side politically. And that is, o- and that is only a vice used to divide us. Now, uh, Colin, I think it's Colin Jost, who um, just recently published a video, and he was so on point. Um, Let me play it for you here. Yeah, I think it's Colin Jost. But uh, this guy... Nazis and groomers like so go ahead and listen to this this is language that's being used right now to talk about each side politically to divide people it crazy language like this is only used to make sure both sides don't talk to each other and they're dehumanized now go ahead and uh, it's gotten to the point where now you don't say like um, those idiot conservatives or those um, you know, liberal, like, bleeding heart. No, now it's Nazis and groomers. Yeah, this is going to a good place, don't you think? We'll get out of this without bloodshed. I mean, once you put people in a corner as a Nazi or a child molester, it can't, they have nowhere to go but to physically try to kill you. Because how are you going to say, listen, I know you think I'm a child molester, you think I'm a Nazi, but... Let's try to reason our way out. You can't. It's gotten to the point where now you don't say like um, those idiot conservatives or those, uh, you know, liberal, like bleeding heart. No, now it's Nazis and groomers. So that's uh, Colin Quinn, not Colin Jost. Colin Quinn. Um, He's a comedian. He's a political satirist. He used to have a show, I believe, on Comedy Central. It was actually really good. It was a political show. But he's totally right, and um, that's a prime example. It's like now online, everyone is being told that each side is like some extreme version of ev- of everybody that they don't like from that side. Uh, whether it's Nazis or groomers, do you know what I'm saying? Like each side, like the conservative people, they all think like everyone on the on the Democrat side, they're a bunch of uh, child groomers, and then everyone on the liberal side thinks every conservative is like a fucking, you know, Nazi uh, with a Confederate flag in front of their house, and that kind of extreme dog whistling—that's what it's called. It's called dog whistling. It's using crazy words to excite the mind, and then what happens is you keep just using those words. And eventually, those all those crazy words that have a crazy ideas and associations attached to them 
you attach them to the people you're trying to demonize. And sooner or later, if you repeat it enough, that's all a per- people can see is those extreme dog whistles. Now, um, why is dog, why are dog whistles, why is dog whistles important to you if you're in this program? Because you're going to be moving throughout your community. And like, just like with me, I've you know, used my experiences. I've made a website. I've interviewed with police officers. I've, uh, of every town I've been in, I've interviewed and had the district attorney on record. I go into these cop shops and I literally say, people are saying all these crazy things about me. I list literally every smear about me now that I've collected all, all of them. And uh, I go into the cop shop and I'm like, people are saying all these things are true. Here's the California law that says I will go to jail if this was true. Here's the federal law that says I will go to jail if this is true. I will sit in the lobby and wait for you to check this information. And I have it all on video and I had to literally secretly record myself going in there. And, um, Jim saying, uh, they just tell me to go home. We, we don't, we don't know what you're talking about. I call the district attorney because, and then I would post this stuff online. Cause I'm just trying to get people to stop assaulting me with this radiation shit. Stop trying to put shit in my food, etc. But what happens is, like I said, rogue police officers, I use that word rogue. Because if you say corrupt and then the word cops, people, you know what I'm saying? Oh, there's a lot of good fucking cops, but you tend to loop all of them together. And I don't think all police officers are corrupt. I think there can be cultures of corruption inside law enforcement agencies. And there often is. Uh, but I think a majority of them just want to do a job. And, you know what I'm saying? They're not getting paid enough to pee, be a be a wall between you and the meth head with a knife out in the middle of uh, in and out You know what I'm saying? while you're trying to have dinner with your kids. They don't get paid enough for stupid shit like that. So I'm going to use the word rogue cops, and I'm going to try to specifically, but you'll have rogue police officers. People tend to think like cops is like a cop saying something is like a lawyer saying something or the district attorneys. And people don't understand. Cops are not lawyers. Cops are basically Uber with a gun that takes you to jail. They take you from the place where you committed the crime to jail. That's their job is to basically Uber you to jail. I mean, they're going to fuck you up and there's, you know, there's a lot of dangerous people out there, but basically, essentially that's what these people are getting paid to do. They're Uber, they're, they're jail Uber. And people will mistake a cop going around saying crazy things about you. And often that happens, especially if like a city government, like you have corrupt city officials or what have you that have put the sights on you is, uh, they'll have goon squads you know what I'm saying, within law enforcement that are like fixers for the city and they're willing to get their hands dirty and they know how to cover up their shit and they have partnerships with local crime syndicates and they've become that guy. They'll go around and use their badge and their uniform and be like, we're just here to warn you about this guy. And They'll vouch for it. They'll get their kids to post on social media about you. Um, it's crazy. So uh, this is true. And you know what I'm saying, it'll get out of hand. And what happens is they'll start using dog whistles to describe you. And even if you're like, hey, look, I already fixed everyone's information about this. Um, I corrected your information. I gave you new information. Look, I understand. Like, and I try to talk to these people and I try to talk to people. Very nice. My patience has run out because, you know, the people who, who really get attracted to this kind of shit are people who possibly... You know what I'm saying? 
didn't didn't listen too much in school. Many of them are dropouts. I get a lot of criminals, etc. Like I said, there's two groups that are harassing me, and you'll find the same thing. It usually will boil down to two groups: misinformed people in town, and then criminals who know what's up and have been told to fuck with you. And um, but they'll use dog whistle terms, and what and what Colin Quinn was mentioning there is like once you label somebody something crazy and repeat it enough. You're automatically just, now you're just like, this guy is my arch enemy. And dog whistles are often used to describe you to people um, in your community. And once you start using those really crazy terms, like it's, you know what I'm saying, about who you are, it's so hard to go back. Colin, Colin Quinn makes a huge, um, I'll leave a link to the video in the description too, but he has a, he, he makes a huge point. It's like, once you start using crazy words like that, um, there's no going back. Do you understand? Because those terms are like, you know, calling someone a Nazi or Hitler or like, that's a crazy person. That's a person who killed 6 million people. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, that's like the poster child of hate. So once you start labeling something, somebody, something crazy and you just keep repeating it over and over and this, and you do it with, you know, um, corrupt rogue, a uh, law enforcement, uh, which, and I, and I, I always mention law enforcement because the way humans are hardwired, they, um, once in a, like, let me, the best way to put it is, you know, like January 6th where people were just protesting outside, but then the cops let them in. So once people see that, oh, law enforcement says this is okay. People, humans are animals. Once they see cops saying their behavior is Okay. They don't go back. They're like, oh, that's the bar. That's the bar of acceptable behavior. They're not even thinking, oh, that might just be a corrupt guy. Or that just might be a guy who knew about this setup or what have you. But that's how humans operate. So if they see cops saying, hey, this is the bar for acceptable behavior. You can do this all the way up to here and you won't get in trouble. Even though that cop is telling you to do things that are against the law. All of a sudden... The normal everyday asshole, like all of a sudden that's the, hey, I'm allowed to do this because the cops said so. But cops aren't the justice department. Cops aren't lawyers. And and there's corrupt cops. And cops know this about people. I want to tell you, there is, I think retired cops should get into um, being personal therapists after they retire. Because I think after 20 years of a beat cop, seeing people, because you have to understand, a cop is only going to show up on your worst day or on a person's worst day, you know, and those people just have to learn and understand people. They have to understand how people, because they see people always at their their worst. So it's like fight or flight. So they're always going to see people on humans in their primal state. And, um, you start to uh, get an experience with human behavior and cops know after a while, like what can set you off? What could fuck with you? Like a cop after, you know what I'm saying? A cop had a lot of time on the job, um, many years, at least 10, I would say those guys become like, they understand how to, you know, fuck you in the head and fuck your mind. And just because of the experience, because they're given, Hey, I have a, whatever I say goes and they will, you know what I'm saying? Just like a person trying things and see how they work the cop gets better and better at their job over and over. And finally they learn how to hack humans because their whole thing is de-escalation. 
Would you please cooperate with me? Could you please get in the car? Could you please put down the weapon that you, you're in, in your mindset you're trying to murder people with? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they learned how to hack humans and at their worst. But they can also, uh, but they also know that humans can be triggered and dog whistled because that they're on the job. So you have these, so you'll have like a rogue group of cops who are doing things on behalf of the city or on behalf of the federal government or department of Homeland security. Let's say some cops tried to extort you like in mine, uh, my case, some local cops and some, and some people who are working, um, doing NSA detail or working together to try to extort me. And then that situation crashed into a much bigger situation, which I've gone over extensively. But regardless, um, so when you have cops walking around saying crazy words to people, just like with January 6th, hey, this is the acceptable behavior. If these cops say, hey, you're allowed to do this to this guy or this or this guy, if you see this guy around here or whatever, he's this person, what have you. Um, those people are just going to take their word for it because just like you said, you saw with January 6th, when people saw the cops were like, hey, come on in. Hey, do all that. They, they didn't see anything wrong with it yet. They're prosecuting all these people. Like, we know how human behavior works. We know once an authority figure starts um, uh, telling you the bar for acceptable behavior, that's what you will uh, rise to and all the way up until then because the threat is jail, right? But when you have rogue people going around saying dog whistle terms about you, it'll get people to start being crazy. And then they're usually be instruct instructed by, like I said, those rogue police officers on what is acceptable to treat you, how they can treat you. And, hey, did you know this guy is literally Hitler? Do you know what I'm saying? Like they start using crazy terms that are nowhere near reality. But you have that mixture of authority and using dog whistle terms, the same kind of authority, believe it or not, um, news anchors had that same kind of authority, especially ones on ma major primetime cable news shows. But those dog whistle terms are important because they start triggering people's primal brains. And you start using crazy words to describe just some regular asshole um, in town. All of a sudden, now this guy—you don't even know him—but he is your fucking enemy, bro. You know, he is your fucking in arch enemy, boo, dude. Like they'll start using dog whistle terms, just like they were saying, you know, Hitler or groomer, whatever side of the. They'll start using crazy words like that, and then whenever you, they that person says something you don't like or has proven you wrong, you'll just be like, "Shut the fuck up, groomer! Shut the fuck up, Nazi!" Right? They'll just use whatever words. Because now they're being personally attacked, especially if they found out, oh, uh, I was misled by authority figures about how I should think about you and talk to you and treat you. And now I feel stupid. So now I'm going to be in, you know, self-preservation mode, my ego. And that's what's going to happen. But it's important to really understand dog whistle word, dog whistle terms. And I think AOC, believe it or not, is one of the people that uses that term so much now in, in Congress. She talks about dog whistling. But uh, so does, I believe, who is the person on the, um, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene also talks about dog whistling. Believe it or not, right? Both sides of the spectrum, they talk about using crazy words to describe their side of the fence. Um, but they're both right. They're both right. Dog whistling terms, and when it's getting told to you by somebody you perceive as an authority, whether it be a prominent news personality or law enforcement or what have you, 
or uh, a politician, you start using crazy words to describe people and you keep repeating it over and over and over and over and over and over, right? Um, it eventually hacks the brain. And now you view that person as your arch enemy. You don't even know them. And they're just some regular asshole. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, because the brain can't think outside of those safe modes. I've gone over it. I definitely recommend you start listen, you listen to the podcast that's called Basic Bitch Psychological Warfare. Uh, I'm sorry. Basic Bitch Psychological... I think it's Psychological Warfare. It says Basic Bitch in front of it. Psychological. I gotta go. I don't know. I've made like 500 podcasts. So, I mean, I'm trying to remember the name. Anyways, but it goes over. There's six scientific scientific methods of persuasion. Believe it or not, your brain only has six things programmed into it. And it's like MS-DOS mode. Do you know what I'm saying? Like safe mode. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when you're on the back end of your phone trying to like change the settings, you know, uh, uh, before it even boots up kind of thing. Um, the, the MS-DOS of your brain is only six things that make you frame your reality. One of those is authority. Uh, one of those is commitment and consistency. I'm, I'm sorry. One's, one is consistency. Um, the other one is liking. Another one is reciprocation. I believe another one is um, authority. And I think that was five. Oh, I forget what that was. I think, yeah. Anyways, that was just five of them. But there are these hardwired things in your brain that make you define your reality. And if you understand it's only those six simple principles, um, you can really create a reality that does not exist if you know how to leverage those things. And there are only six things. You understand? It's not this multifaceted fucking thing. It's, uh, you know what I'm saying, like authority. So you have, and you only usually need like two. Sometimes you just need one. Oh yeah, consensus. Consensus is the sixth one. Um, sometimes you just need one like consensus, everybody's saying it. So it must be true. And that's, and that's what happens with the media, right? They, uh, we all seen that viral clip of how, uh, Deadspin had that viral clip of all those news stations saying, this is extremely damaging for our democracy. Remember that? How it was like 50 news stations and they're all saying the same thing. So that's a prime example of consistency. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, of, uh, consensus. And then, Right, everyone is saying it, and then the consistency principle is they keep saying it over and over and over and over, and then they say it in the movies, they say it in advertising, they say like they'll just keep repeating the same message, and you'll be like, well, everyone is saying it, and they're saying the same thing. What happens is it'll trick your brain into thinking, well, this must be real because everyone is saying it, and um, they just keep saying it. And how we learned, we learned in the pandemic that is not true. I mean, literally, the news just pay, did not pay attention to the Great Barrington Declaration, which was all the prominent scientists we should have been listening to. Literally, all the experts were saying, no, it's the opposite of all this. But that didn't matter. Why? Because the news said it, which was the authority. And then everyone kept saying it, which is consistency, right? You only really need like two of those principles. If you can somehow like work a campaign, like an advertising or marketing campaign and hit all five of those... And then you just keep consistently hitting that message over. And eventually people will just be like, you know, just like those guys in um, Idiocracy where they're like, Brondo, 
It's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Remember that? They just, they, that's what they taught because they kept getting propaganda. I just kept saying it over and over. That's a prime example of why consistency of messaging is important. And it's the only thing that costs money, believe it or not, uh, if in, in that kind of scope of, of things. But, um, so that's why it's important. Cause remember like in the movie Idiocracy, they're just like, well, Brondo has what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. What do you mean? Don't feed the plants Brondo. Why? Because the authority figures were saying those things about something and then they kept saying it. Consistency. So authority and consistency, right? We're only using two of those six principles. So that also works with dog whistling terms. And what happens is they will have, believe it or not, a city government is usually the largest employer in town, in your city, is the actual city government. You got fucking trashmen, you got... Uh, water and power. You got the people who work on gas lines. You got people who repair the roads. You got the cops. You got the fire department. You got the paramedics. Um, you got people who work in the city government. You got people who work for the school district. Um, do you know what I'm saying? There's just so many people who work for your town. Believe it or not, that will be the number one employer. So that is the largest connected network of people in your city. So let's say the city government doesn't like you, or maybe a politician doesn't like you, or maybe somebody, a politician whose friends' businesses come to your town uh, 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 and spend a bunch of money, and so now they have a bunch of clout, and they say, hey, fuck this dude's life. And so now, since all those people have a bunch of clout, because they spend a bunch of money in your city, and that and that city is, you know what I'm saying, uh, emboldened, or what's it called, is locked into that revenue, they're going to use that large network of everyone in the school district, everyone in the police department, everyone in the fire department, everyone who works on the fucking roads, all the people who work the water, the f- district, the fucking gas lines, the electrical people, like, they're going to get all those people online and say, hey, tell all your friends, fuck this dude in particular. He's a Nazi. He's a groomer. He's he's a fucking th- you know what I'm saying he's he's fucking the Bernie Madoff of thieves. That was something going around like on me like they were saying that I was stealing money from my clients and like crazy crazy words. But they were just using they were having first and foremost the cops saying those things and then all the people in the community started repeating that. But people don't understand the largest employer in a community is people who work for the city. And what happens is all the people who work for the city started repeating things. Um, about me that weren't true at all, etc. And they were dog whistle terms. So this will happen to you is you'll be like, yo, hey, bro, here, here's this information right here. Look, none of this is true. Look, the like I literally showed people how literally every single smear about me, I point to the law, how I could be arrested now for it, yada, 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 right? Um, and people just still not trying to hear it. They're just like, no, fuck you, whatever, bro. Uh, one person told me, they told me not to listen to your shit. Who, who is they? Who, who is that? I asked this old, I asked this fucking Karen that was hovering around me. I was like, cause first off I was just like, lady, look, I know why you're hovering around me. It's, it's crazy because people will just say the craziest things about me. And now these people I don't even know will find me in town and then hover around me. Like they're somehow going to like fucking make a break in the case like they're part of the fucking mystery team five or something like it's 
hilarious, bro. I constantly have these fucking flies buzzing around me all the time. Not to mention the local criminals who uh, have that radiation shit and using it on me in behalf of, you know, local government and the military community here, military intelligence community. Uh, but I remember telling this one lady, I was just like, look, lady, I mean, here's my, here's a postcard of all the information you need to know what's going on. It points to a video. It points to a website. You can watch all the videos on the show that everything that you think is not true. Um, and it's complete garbage. And I have videos of me literally going, the same cops who are smearing me, they can't lie on camera. They can't commit perjury. Do you understand? So if I go in there and I have, you know what I'm saying? They can't lie to me about things that I, I'm, 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 um, engaging them with, etc. Like, and literally this lady's like, they told me don't listen to your shit. And I'm like, what? Who is they? Like, this is crazy. They? No wonder this fucking Karen came over here. There's a they? Um, and like, people have just been told, hey, make sure you don't listen to him if he says all the crazy things we say about him aren't true. Or that the thing that we're spreading around about him is a fake. Or it's doctor or whatever. Like, don't listen to that. And people literally being instructed how to think about a person they don't even know. And they're obeying like good little dogs. Crazy. But the reason why it was so easy to get them to obey orders was because of dog whistling. Dog whistle terms. These terms that are very extreme words and phrases used to describe people that is nowhere near the reality. But what happens is it triggers the animal subconscious of your brain to now think crazy about someone you don't even know. And now you're not even trying to hear that you were wrong about something because right. If not a lot of people, not a lot of people think that they're misinformed. And that's the crazy thing is, you know, if all of us were right all the time, everyone we walk around, we all be a bunch of fucking millionaires because we'd be making all these great decisions, but we're not a bunch of millionaires. We're a bunch of fucking working class, middle-class people. So it's incredibly egotistical, but people don't like to think that they've been tricked. It's harder to convince someone of that they've been tricked than to convince them that, that, um, than, than it is to lie to them and convince them of a complete falsehood. It's easier to lie to someone than to convince them they've been lied to. Um, just because the ego is pre-programmed, but you're going to have this hard time trying to fight the, like, cause you're just like, I'll tell you, man, they, what they do is what they do is they weaponize people. They say a bunch of dog whistle terms. They get authority figures to reinforce that shit. Like I said, they'll get fucking cops, kids to start posting on social media about you, et cetera. Right. So it's not like technically people in law enforcement, like they'll get people closely associated, right. To smear you, et cetera. And, and news travels fast. And a lot of people don't understand most lo- most cities, of any kind of substantial size have a whole division of law enforcement where they're kind of like a pre-filter for uh, NSA uh, filtering air, um, uh, internet filtering hubs for all over the, the, the United States. And they're fucking watching the internet and they have pretty advanced software that can do certain things. Not as high as like modifying your algorithm, but they're, they can get pretty crazy with shit. But anyways... Um, and they will smear you, etc. And so when you're trying to like show people, Hey, look, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, look, I understand. You know what I'm saying? You probably have the best intentions and you really just care about your community. But I think there's some major indiscrepancies in your information. And I'm just trying to correct. Uh, I'm just trying to give you all the information because I, I, I'm, I'm positive there's major discrepancies in your version of reality. And I'll literally talk to people like that. Very professional, very um, forthcoming and, you know, saying give them room to understand there's a they could make a mistake, but not a lot of people are humble. So I'll give, try to hand out flyers, et cetera. And it's like fighting an uphill battle because their brain has been hacked. Like I said, those six methods of persuasion, literally all you need is six factors and you can brainwash an entire community of people into thinking a whole different reality exists than it does. And you don't even have to back it up with facts because these are hacks built into the brain to hijack your decision-making and to make you latch on to a narrative. Which is why the word narrative is so prevalent now. Is because a narrative is what we say is true. Not what is true. It's what people are saying. And that's not at all real, how reality works. So, you understand dog whistling. You understand how it works in the brain, etc. And why it's going to be an uphill battle for you. Because these people's brains have been hacked. They don't even realize, like, oh, someone hacked my, my, my uh, consent. They hacked my consent in my brain to tell me what's true. Now these strangers, I wasn't even thinking about this local guy, but now I'm this guy. I don't even know him. He is my fucking arch enemy. He is literally Satan and Hitler's, you know, love child. Like it's crazy, but that's what happens. And you only really need like two to really solidify a complete falsehood about somebody. So what is daisy chaining? How well, daisy chaining dog whistles is almost a guaranteed recipe to make people crazy about a topic, a group of people, or a person. Um, and I'm going to use an example. Just recently, uh, here's an example of that. So I already introduced you to dog whistling. Um, daisy chaining is a whole nother kind of, of, of brain hacking that, I mean... Some of the best news anchors can do, and you don't even realize that they're they're hacked. They hacked your brain with crazy words, and then they daisy and then they daisy chain them for maximum effect. And you think you're watching the news, and you don't understand. You uh, you have opened up your brain, and someone is putting a chip in your head, and now you are thinking like they need you to think because you're daisy chaining dog whistles. So here's an example on the news, and I'll give another example. But like, since we're talking about polarization, so on Fox news, this was literally because I go over to Fox News' YouTube channel. They're finally starting to step up their fucking social media game. There was like this window of time where they weren't even on Twitter. I pay attention to all the news, MSNBC, Fox news, CNN, um, you know, saying, uh, what's that new one? News nation. News nation is just basically like. fucking CNN on Red Bulls and vodka, but News Nation, uh, America's Voice, um, GBN, all, all, I just, because I'm a news nerd, so, you know what I'm saying, that's why we started our own news network, our decentralized at tv.meshnews.org, shameless plug, tv.meshnews.org, tv.meshnews.org, 
and uh, that's decentralized. But I was on Fox News and I was researching for a project I'm working on, and this I came across this video, and they literally were daisy chaining dog whistles. And I'm going to tell you exactly what it was. So basically, this is the exact sentence I said. This guy said, um, illegal aliens are invading our borders with military-aged men. That's three massive dog whistles in one sentence. And you don't understand why your fucking uncle says racist shit at Thanksgiving? Like, bro. Now, I'm going to continue my rant, but, like, I want to stop and talk about the actual cognitive science. And I'm going to be referring to these um, in the description, so, because I like to back up everything that I say with scientific sources. I don't just want to come and say, hey, people are doing this, this is how it works, because, like, I could just be a guy who says, trust me on this one, and that doesn't get us anywhere, because when it comes down to it, and you're trying to prove something like you, there has to be some sort of seed data. Um, but the science, cognitive science that's going on here, and I guarantee I'll continue my rant, how this is work and implemented and talk about it. But like dog whistles in the context of like cognitive science and political communication, it's like uh, coded expressions and they convey dual meanings you know, a general one to a broad audience and, you know, a specific, often like really controversial or provocative one to like a select end group, so to speak. Um, they are used to avoid political repercussions. You know, sometimes they even use them to invade the algorithm for content moderation, believe it or not. Uh, for example, the word illegal alien might be, might see, you know, mean, you know, um, you know, uh, like a criminal migrant to another group, but it'll also secretly mean, you know, the others or brown people to a very specific group. And this like dual communication enables the speaker the corrupt or, or the rogue cop, the, 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 the news pundit, um, it, it enables them to maintain like a plausible deniability to not outright call them something horrible. Um, but we know what illegal alien means. We know what, um, we know what, uh, like Nazi gun nut means. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know what they're trying to say about somebody. Um, but they, it allows also the people who are talking shit to maintain like a plausible deniability because they never like explicitly say what they're trying to say, which is really racist. And this strategy kind of increases support among like the inside group who they're really trying to talk to, you know, um, while avoiding backlash from like maybe a larger outside group who they're talking about, making it a powerful mechanism to, you know, influence people's minds. And I'm going to list that in the description below. I'll even title it. I've been numbering them, but uh, I'll even title it. But there's a whole paper about dog whistles and coded rhetoric within language models that, you know, what I'm saying you could pull and learn more from this. 
Uh, it's a really good article. Uh, it talks about how coded language, etc., is used to uh, subconsciously awaken parts of the mind. But the, you know, what I'm saying that's going to be in the description. There's the that's the cognitive science behind that. Um, but then I also want to go on the second part of it, the daisy chaining, the cognitive science behind the daisy chaining of it. And, um, you know, and just, you know, and for, as for daisy chains, the cognitive science behind that is like in the realm of like natural language, um, dog whistling is a significant kind of issue. There are, you know, it's intentionally used to bypass, uh, not only, you know, like online rhetoric, but also um, people's ability to talk about wh- horrible things, in, you know, in public. But their meanings rely on a complex kind of network inside your brain of factors um, that uh, are, are constantly evolving. And this um, this daisy chaining. essentially allows the brain to kind of like, uh, it's, it's like, uh, um, if you get near a beehive, they'll, it'll get excited. But if you get closer to a beehive, you know what I'm saying? They might start buzzing around you. But if you told the beehive and you shake the beehive, you know what I'm saying? The bees are going to come out. They're going to be fucking angry. And that's essentially the dog, the, the, the daisy chaining behind that. And that's essentially the science behind that and you can learn more about that if you want on this great article called the neuroscience uh, behind words um and this is actually done by the university of bratislava and they i mean i found this article when i was researching this and i mean it really goes over how like the amygdala and uh, stress-producing hormones flood our system. Um, and then essentially, you know what I'm saying, gets us crazy because it's triggering mechanisms in our frontal lobe and um, exploding all these negatively charged emotions. And like that's the science, and that can be its whole other podcast. But I don't feel like it needs to be discussed so much, but I do need to link to cognitive science sources so you understand like all the things that I'm talking about here are all backed by actual literal science and that's important when you use the term behavioral science I'm going to link that also in the description so you can understand there's also cognitive science uh linked to daisy chaining that language but when you you when you understand when you start to understand cognitive science or behavioral science when you add the word science that means something that you can bet on do you know what I'm saying? You know the answer will always be this. And so that's extremely effective when you're weaponizing it against a target of the state, a target of a local government. Because you can guarantee that all the citizens, because you're not learning any of this in high school. All the people, you know what I'm saying, people go to college and they specialize in like accounting or computers. They don't, they're not, not everyone is, you know what I'm saying, learning about uh, behavioral science mechanisms and that somebody's coming and manipulating them for a guaranteed outcome using behavioral science, a guaranteed outcome. That's like walking up to somebody with a gun and knowing it will put a hole through them. And no matter what they do, 
They're just a fleshy meat computer. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to go through them. Like, you can always bet that the result will be something uh, beneficial to the person holding the gun. And weaponizing behavioral science against someone who has no idea that they're being manipulated. Um, it's like holding a gun in front of them and just knowing, like, I'm going to put a hole through you and there's nothing you can do about it. So when rogue law enforcement, rogue authority figures, people who are connected to these people will start smearing people on social media, um, to media groups, etc. People, those people, even, even, even fucking journalists don't understand they don't understand behavioral science and the, that there's a, it's a literal science between the manipulation that gets you to think something about someone and that you think you've been given all the information you're not. Someone is hacking your brain. And it's a guaranteed outcome. And no matter what, unless you are inertly understanding and you have in practice how to resist these things, you it's impossible for you to... You know what I'm saying? Have the bulletproof vest, essentially. So, weaponized behavioral science is a guaranteed outcome. So, if someone's going to say something about you, you know what I'm saying, and then use behavioral science, they absolutely will get their objective met. No, no qualms about it. And I'm also going to link to the neuroscience between words and how we program our minds every day. That whole, uh, that scientific article about the science of this, because it is a science. It just sounds like, oh, we're just talking shit about someone. We're like, no, 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 no. If you structure your smear, if you structure how you're saying things about a person or what have you, try to smear them in the media, their community, if you go about it in a scientific way, you are guaranteed to make that stick. And when you are a network of people, an army, essentially, of people fighting one person who's being like, this will happen to you, you will be preoccupied with the violence, with being shot at, with various spicy parts of the electromagnetic spectrum, whether it be gamma rays or, you know, uh, millimeter waves or whatever, right? Uh, food poisoning, psychological harassment, etc., uh, when you're being preoccupied by that, it gives these people plenty of time to go around to your community and smear you and spread you on social media. That goes fast, right? Social media is the fastest way to do it. But then you have like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, rogue law enforcement, people who are like fixers for city governments, etc. when they fuck up or their employees fuck up or, you know what I'm saying? Like we live in a military town. The military essentially controls all the city governments around here. Um, it's their sphere of influence, like how Putin says. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is his backyard. He feels entitled to control the environment because they see the security risk. Um, but essentially, you know what I'm saying? And you, and you, you know what I'm saying? These are, uh, uh, and you're using a behavioral science, you're guaranteed an outcome, especially when the target is being preoccupied. So by the time you're done fucking him up, his health, etc., people have already, their minds have already been hacked using science, using a guaranteed outcome. And so I wanted to mention that, and I didn't want to go too crazy into the science, but it's also listed the cognitive science to break it down. To, to, so I'm not just saying crazy shit and being like, look, bro, this is how they're hacking your brain. And this is, you know what I'm saying? This is the strategy. It's like, yeah, well, that's nice. That's what you think is happening. It's like, no, no, no. I have the science to back up. That is literally what they're doing. They're weaponizing 
cognitive behavioral science and the way that the smear happens. You have to understand, if the U.S. government is going to smear someone, they need to make sure it's going to stick. They can't just throw shit at the wall. They need a formulaic scientific method. And it doesn't. And if you're not hip to what's happening, you can absolutely um, smear the shit out of someone and manipulate lots of people. And usually the smears happen when the person's being preoccupied. So by the time you're done, when you when they when they finally let up on the violence of you, that's when they know they've covered all the ground they needed. And now you're not even thinking about trying to sue those people, trying to, you know what I'm saying, get help, etc. Now you're just trying to live your life by a bunch of people who they don't even realize their minds have been fucking hacked. And it sounds silly, but it's literally based off behavioral science. I'm going to list that also. Make sure you check out all the links so you know I'm not just saying crazy things or saying my opinion is because opinions are great. But you know what's really awesome is facts. So check that out also in the description. It's called the neuroscience behind words and how we program our minds every day. And that's essentially the behavioral mechanisms that are being scientifically triggered um, when when you daisy chain dog whistled terms. So these guys, what they do is they build up rapport. They tell people the things they think they already know. And they say it back to them as a news authority. And now these people think, these people think just like me. They get it. They understand what's going on. Um, People don't know. Most news, um, major corporate news, they fucking make burner accounts. And they just sit there and they watch the comments. They see things that people are saying. And what they do is they start to build a metric. Okay, What are some of the ideas and concepts that people think that they think they know? Which are, is, and are not true. And what they'll do is they'll collect these things because we're just spewing out of the internet. We're giving them all the information they need for free to brainwash us. And what they'll do is they'll be like, okay, there's a growing group of people who think that, uh, who, who use the word illegal aliens. And illegal alien is already like, you're calling someone, first you're calling them illegal, meaning they're not lawful. They're not like you. You're lawful. You're not in jail, right? Alien. Means they're not from this planet. So you're using the word illegal alien. That's already a dog whistle. Dog whistle one. Are invading our board. Like an invasion. An invasion. They're coming to attack you. Invasion. An invasion. Invasion is not... Um, you know what I'm saying? Invasion is used when you're at war. But they're saying... Sorry, I got a plane going overhead. I'm right under the flight path of some of a small airport in the area. Um, but invasion are invading the border, invading, bro, invading. Yeah. Think of like, when you think of invasion, type up invasion movie, what kinds of movies pop up? It's going to be where you're like being attacked, but like no one's being attacked by 500, you know, impoverished Brown people. Do you know what I'm saying? They want nothing to do with you. They want, they want a job. Uh, but they're invading the border. And then you use the word with military-aged men. Oh, my God. Let's unpack that. So we got illegal aliens invading the border with military-aged men. They've taken three major racist dog whistles. And they daisy-chained them together. And now it's like... Um, it's like... It's like... a. 
You ever see the lights on a fucking drag race where it goes like, it's like red, yellow, green, right? So they like, that's what dog whistle terms are. And when you daisy chain them, it's like that, uh, that, uh, uh, the lights, the countdown lights where it's like, you say one, they're like, huh? Uh, and then you say the next one, they're like, and then you say, and then you say another one. Finally, that one's just like the spillover and they're showing up with military aged men. So let's unpack that illegal aliens. That's a person who lives in a third world country and it's like, Hey, I will literally do everything I can to not live in a third world country. There's too much corruption here. The fucking cartel runs this place. Okay. Invading the border. So, uh, Wars create borders. Wars create countries. Countries don't exist. If you ask God, um, you know what I'm saying? God bless the United States. God didn't make the United States. He made the earth. He doesn't know about countries. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, Wars make borders. So basically, impoverished brown people stepped over an imaginary line. Right? So we have illegal aliens invading the border. What's the reality? Broke brown people cross an imaginary line. Okay. What's the third? Now, what's the last word? With military aged men. So, I don't know if you ever worked on a job site. Uh, pretty much all my 20s, I worked on a job site. I did demo, which is what any idiot does when he first gets into construction and stuff like that. And then I latched on to an electrician for a while until I got fired because I forgot to lock the toolbox overnight. <laughs> then I started doing flooring. But I was on a job site and like you say the word military aged men, everyone on a job site is a military aged man because it takes, you need to be a young strapping man to work your ass off 10 hours a fucking day to get the job done so you can move on to the next job as soon as that one's over. Um, But when you hear military aged men and you hear the word invasion and you hear illegal aliens, you're like, oh, my God, they're coming to take us over, bro. And that's not the reality. Let's unbox that. Let's go back over that. Illegal aliens invading the border with military aged men. So poor brown people cross an imaginary line and they need to be able to work all day. That's what's really happening. But you're not going to tune in, right, tonight at 11. Poor brown people cross an imaginary line because they really need a job. Like, right? You're not going to tune in at 11 for that. But you will tune in at 11 for illegal aliens. Right? I'll do my movie voice. Illegal aliens invading the border with military-aged men. Right? Right? You'll tune in for that. It's the same thing. It's the same story. Um... Now, and then what happens, I mean, I've worked on a job site. There are plenty of fucking morons on the job site. I was one of them, but God damn. Um, so what happened is, and like the foreman will start, will come in and start trying to talk you up and start telling you all the shit that he saw on the news last night. He'll start saying crazy racist shit because he heard it last night on the news or he heard it from an authority figure, right? And now he thinks that's the truth because they speak to him, right? He, you know, they, they speak his language. And so he comes in there. And he's like, you hear about these fucking illegals invading our border with these military aged men? It's like, motherfucker, uh, fucking Hector, you know what I'm saying, is an illegal. 
and he's military age and he's working on the fucking site, bro. It's the only re- it's the only way we're going to be able to get this fucking job done under budget is because he's the lowest guy who will do the full do the fucking floors for us. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, it doesn't matter because what happens is people like to feel like they're informed or they know what's going on, etc. And how you hijack their brain to swallow your bullshit information is to use charge dog whistle terms. And those dog whistle terms are a threat to you. They're invading. They're coming into your community. They're, uh, you know what I'm saying? They're criminals. They're illegal aliens invading your border with military aged men. It's like, no, no, a poor brown guy crossed the imaginary line. He really needs a job. And you know what I'm saying? He needs to be young enough to work all day. But those guys will then just repeat that shit, and then everyone on the construction site will start being like, yeah, these goddamn military-age men, illegal, like, motherfucker, no, that's not what's going on. But stupid people love to think, or people who aren't paying attention, love to think that they're well-informed, and they like to repeat crazy things that they have been tricked into swallowing because somebody used a bunch of crazy words, and then they daisy-chain them together. That person will never fucking say, you know what? I was wrong. These aren't illegal aliens and not invading my border with milk. These are just poor brown people who cross an imaginary line and they need to be young enough to be able to work all day and strong enough. They're not going to fucking go back and be like, I was wrong about that. They're never going to say that ever. Especially after they go they go to the job site, start repeating all that crazy racist shit to everyone, right? They're not going to ever go back and be like, I was fucking wrong. That's not what's going on. These are just poor brown people who need a fucking job. And they need to be able to work all day. Now let's go to the right side. How did, what, what did MSNBC say about the January 6th people? They said they were a bunch of fucking racist gun nuts, right? Who are trying to... Um, who are engaging in an insurrection. Like, what the fuck? Right? So, a bunch of a bunch of Nazi gun nuts. So, because this is what the left wants to hear now, right? This is the other side of the spectrum. This is what the left wants to hear. They want to hear that these are intolerant Nazis with their crazy AR-15s that can blow the lung out on, a, on an elephant or whatever, right? And, uh... They are trying to overthrow the government. They're radicals, right? So that's another dog whistle chain, daisy chain. And they just kept repeating this over and over. And now the other side thinks there are a bunch of fucking Nazis, um, gun nuts who want to overthrow the government. And I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, and implement, you know, hillbilly, you know, uh, 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 martial law on me. But that's what the other side is. But what they do, that's not true. That's not true. We saw the videos. Most of those guys, if they weren't encouraged by police, because like we said, we understand the barometer, how humans work, is they see an authority figure. Remember, there's only six ways to influence the brain without facts, right? Only six, and you can hack anyone's brain with literally only understanding six basic principles. Um, so people that saw the police, we all saw the videos, and they were like, yeah, come on in. They moved the barriers out of the way. They opened the doors, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, on my whole documentary, I, I document all of it. So, but what happens is the humans see what authority is saying is the acceptable amount, acceptable behavior, and they go right up to that bar. Do you understand? And some of them will go over, people who are a little unruly, but they 
look at what's been told to them as acceptable. And most of those people were literally staying within the red ropes. You remember the video? Like, yeah, there was some crazy shit that happened on, on different sides of the building because there was agent provocateurs trying to get people riled up. So then they can say things like white supremacy. Um, white supremacy is, you know, is the new fucking terrorism. I see even on my documentary where I have Biden saying that shit. He's like, white supremacy is, is, is terrorism. Domestic, you know what I'm saying? So they can change and pivot and change the policy of how now you can visit the Capitol. And I mean, I imagine politicians wanted to set up a situation because the economy is about to go to shit. Think about it. The economy is about to fucking go to shit. We are $33 trillion in debt. Every, I mean, we have a trillion dollars just in um, interest on all of our loans to um, the Federal Reserve, which isn't our bank, by the way. Um, Cost of food is going up. Fucking politicians are getting rich as shit. Of course, they want to change policy so in the future when they know the bot when the shit is going to explode they've already implemented all these policies because of an insurrection that happened a couple of years ago that now you can't assemble in certain ways etc because what happened in france well in france they fucking cut the motherfuckers heads off they had the gallows they don't want the gallows showing up to their door so most likely they fucking set that shit up ahead of time because if you're paying attention to the economy now and then they, and then what happened was the political class at that time then demonized the people that they antagonized to show up and be crazy. So right now, now, now you can't, you know what I'm saying? Now the rules are all changed in downtown TC, how you can assemble, etc. Because believe it or not, um, back in the 1930s after World War One, a lot of soldiers from World War One marched on DC because believe it or not, the president didn't pay them their last checks and their last benefits. All the people who fought and won world war one for the for United States. And there was a massive assembling of people cause they're angry cause the government was broke. Um, they don't want that again. You know what I'm saying? They don't want that again. So how do you, so, so how do you, how do you implement a bunch of fucking changes for downtown DC where all these criminals are? Oh, well, you know what I'm saying? You weaponize a bunch of people and say, we can't have this because of this back here. Remember that? It's totally not because we understand this shit is about to, this shit is going to implode. But regardless, I, I, I'll go off and I'll go off on that rant or whatever. I'm not right wing, by the way. I just understand how agent provocateurs work. And I mean, literally the FBI has literally gone on record now to say, we don't even know how many informants we had on the payroll. There's so many. They're literally, it's literally, that's the truth. Um, I think the people who did crazy things are wrong. Like the guy who's beating cops with the American flag pole, um, all the other sh those guys, fuck yeah, go to jail, fuck those guys. But regardless, um, what happened was the left weaponized that. They said crazy words about the uh, about the, about um, uh, people who were more on the right. They called them a bunch of Nazi gun nuts trying to overthrow the government. Right? That's three daisy chains. Now you're just like what? These fucking and crazy hillbillies, you know what I'm saying, with all their guns. There was no guns. It was a bunch of, like, uh, uh, Jimmy Dore says that great quote. It was like, a bunch of gun nuts, uh, a bunch of gun nuts showed up to overthrow the government, and they just forgot their guns. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but it doesn't matter, because if you daisy chain, if you dog, if you daisy chain dog whistles, you can get people to be crazy. And there's no going back. 
just like Colin Quinn said, once you get someone in a corner, either call them a Nazi or a groomer or whatever, once they're in that fucking, those corners, you can't go back. Now they're just your arch enemy. And so you have to understand that the same tactic will be used on you to smear your name in the media, right? And those, and there'll be prominent sellouts. There's lots of bootlickers in the media, believe it or not. And I've come across most of them. I just pretend I don't fucking know who the fuck they are. Cause I'm fucking making all this and checking it twice. Um, there's so many bootlickers who act like they're on the other, you know what I'm saying? The team, you know, they're on team working class or what, like there's so many people in media that do that shit, but they'll get like private chats and they'll fucking talk shit. They talk shit about me and they use crazy words and they have a lot of influence and they're made. And believe it or not, the U S government, even though it looks like they're independent, will lift up these certain, um, outlets if they're showing promise. Um, so they'll say crazy words like to me when I'm trying to get my, you know what I'm saying? My information out. Um, they'll say you crazy words. So other people in media won't want to work with me. They'll, they do that here in town. I'll have law enforcement, right? Because authority and consistency, right? So authority figure will authority figures and then consensus and consistency. So they'll have every, they'll have authority figures, get a many members of the community, which all work for the city. People, a lot of people don't think that, you know what I'm saying? Understand how that works. And all those people just keep repeating that shit over and over and over about you. Cause you know, you have to understand if it becomes, if it comes in between just talking shit about somebody you don't know and fucking paying your mortgage, like people who work for the city, I'm sorry, but like, do you not want to fucking live in your house? Do you want to tell your fucking kids they got them? We got to move out of our house because I didn't tow the line at my job. No. So all those people, and you know what I'm saying? And to them, it's just talking shit about someone they don't know. Right? It's not personal. They're trying to pay their bills and they're not going to not toe the line because they enjoy, you know, paying their fucking mortgage. People work for the city. And I'm not talking about cops and I'm talking about people in the school district and the fire department and fucking, and that's what happens. But what happens is they daisy chain crazy words about you. So people that you don't know who heard through the grapevine, because like I said, usually a city will use their network of employees because people don't understand people who work for the city and the county, they're all connected to the same networks and it becomes a lot of people and those people know a lot of people. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like the, uh, pay it forward. Like you do this for this person, this person, and like every person knows 50 people. And then that person knows 50 people and they turn to tell 50 people, etc. And then sooner or later, now you have everyone repeating crazy dog whistle terms about you. And which is why I'll have interactions like with that Karen, where she's like, they told me don't listen to your shit. Like, I'm like, who? I don't even know you. How do you know me? How do you know my face? Do you know, do you know how hard it is to prototype your face? I believe not, man. I'm in fucking, I've been in marketing for about 12 years now. No, 15 years now. It's so hard to get name recognition and face recognition, bro. You have to pay so much money to get people just to remember your fucking face and PR people to write news pieces on you. You have to start associating yourself with other people. Like there's this thing that happens in the brain called prototyping where you don't recognize, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't put a face to a name until you've heard it so many times been beaten over your head. It's incredibly expensive to do that for like a music act or a celebrity or a budding actor. 
So for them to do, so for you to be notorious in your fucking community means that motherfuckers were working double overtime. And since people don't understand, that's what's going on. Like, yeah, why do I know this guy all of a sudden? Like, I did not give a shit. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm obsessed, and I think I know everything about this person. I don't even know. The same thing with like ivermectin. Everyone was making fun of people for eating horse paste, but no one ever heard of ivermectin until the news media spent an enormous amount of of fucking media dollars and airtime repeating something over and over because the pharmaceutical companies would stop advertising with them if they didn't slam a cheap drug. Right? So it's like, well, how do you all of a sudden have this opinion about this medicine you've never taken? Because some people are like, he's eating horse medicine. You think those horse medicine eating, you know, in insurrectionist or whatever, right? Same thing will go with your name or your face. It's like, homie, how do you even know my name or face? Like somebody is, you have, you understand how much time and effort you have to put into it. But this will happen to you and you'll be fucking mind boggled. And you'll be like, God damn. Why is this like fucking hitting a brick wall? I'm giving people all the information. I'm giving people the entire truth. I'm showing them why they were, how they were lied to. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just some regular asshole and they need to back the fuck up and let me live my life. Um, it's because someone spent a whole lot of fucking time, a lot of valuable time. Like time is money, bro. People don't do shit for free. And like I said, I will just hit brick walls with people I don't even know, but they will stalk me all day long. I mean, it's crazy. People I don't even know. It's like, homie, why do you even know me or my name or my face? You have my whole story? Yeah, like, do you know how hard that is? you know how much money it takes to get that to that level? Just for uh, like a marketing and PR agency for one person? You're talking thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of time and effort for one person. People and you know what I'm saying they think and they have all these ideas about you. It's because one of the, how they hack the brain is by dog whistling, using dog whistle terms, meaning crazy words that are you know what I'm saying that have crazy associations and are charged, and they keep repeating them over and over, and they put them in a chain, just like you know the right talks about you know illegal aliens invading our border. Uh, uh, with military aged men. Those are all crazy charged dog whistles and they daisy chain them. Um, and then you have like the left. They're talking about uh, conservative Nazi gun nuts were trying to cause an insurrection. Like now you're just, you cannot reason with people that you think don't, those are all the titles that describe them. But that's the, that's the secret sauce into ensuring that a smear sticks is the language that you use. And then you use those charged dog whistle language terms. Nomenclature is very important. The brain is anchored to all these ideas when you say words. Um, and you, then you daisy chain them. And then you just keep repeating that over and over and over. And eventually people don't even know you. think they, they know the whole story. They think that you're Satan. Yet, you're just walking around, you know, no one's trying to arrest you or anything. You know I'm saying like, but it's because someone's brain has been hacked by a bunch of crazy words chained together. And that is dog whistles and daisy chains and how that works. And it's very important to understand. It is a science. You have guaranteed results. I mean, if you understand what you know, what I'm saying when you say science guaranteed results is guaranteed fucking results. 
know what I'm saying? You, if you follow the recipe, you're always going to end up with the same delicious, you know, uh, 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 chocolate chip cookies. It's a recipe for success always. So you daisy, you, you demonize someone using dog whistle turns and then you daisy chain them and then you keep repeating them over and over. And it doesn't even matter if you show people why they're wrong. Their primal brains have been way overstimulated to even begin the conversation. So that's why you're having a hard time. And that's the science and the cognitive science behind it. And I've shown you how the left does it. And I've shown you how the right does it. And it's not fair. And it's evil. But you can be doing something very evil to harm someone. Because what happens, especially when, like I said, law enforcement makes tells people, yeah, you can fucking do this to this guy whenever you want or whatever. Just like how we saw at the January 6th people, right? People saw the cops were like, hey, yeah, come on in. It's fine. So, like, so we're allowed to come in here and be a bunch of dicks? Like... Yeah, yeah, no, of course, of course. No, that shouldn't have happened. The cops should have never done that. That's what will happen in your community. Why it's so hard for you to fucking get around town is because the cops have raised the bar on what is acceptable. And then they use a bunch of crazy dog whistle terms. And then they daisy chain them together. And then all the other people who work for the city, et cetera, keep repeating them over and over. And then they tell it to their friends. And now you have a bunch of people who have been way overstimulated in their brain to even begin the conversation. And Colin Quinn makes a huge, it makes a great testament he's like what where can you go from there at that point you just have to kill them so that's the science behind it that's the brick wall you're going to hit and you know so far i mean you have to just get disciples i have a whole podcast about getting disciples to break that but that's the wall you're hitting that's the behavioral science behind it and it's um very devious and it can happen out in the open. You won't even realize somebody is hacking your brain to think about a person they don't even know. Um, and then the way that you are programming their brain with these triggering terms and you're daisy chaining them, it will leave it up. It almost guarantees that they're not trying to correct their information because they've already been way overstimulated. Even if you can dunk on them and show them why they're wrong. And then in that case, then they're not going to like you for another reason. And that's that you made them feel feel stupid, even though, who knows, they might have committed a fuck ton of felonies acting on poor information that they were dog whistled and daisy chained into. Anyways, I hope that, uh, hope that information helps you. And I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. I want to thank you for listening as we pull back the curtain. Now... We are a zero-profit news project, not a 5013C nonprofit, but a zero-profit passion project. We don't make money doing this at all. So we don't have sponsors, but we do endorse necessities and organizations that are worth your time and money. So, you know, whether you're a target of COINTELPRO or just one of the 55,000 plus listeners to the podcast, I recommend getting yourself a Faraday bag. That's F-A-R-A-D-A-Y. A Faraday bag or a Faraday sleeve for your mobile device. They make Faraday backpacks and phone sleeves and even sleeves to put your key fobs in so you can put your laptops and your tablets and all sorts of things in these bags in different sizes. And, you know, especially for the key fobs, because as key fobs become more and more smarter, you know, your car keys, um, who knows what kind of tracking tech can be used maliciously in your car key fobs. So they actually make those as well. 
Uh, there are many brands. I don't recommend. I don't, and you know, recommend a particular brand. They all do the same thing. But there are brands out there called Mission Darkness, uh, Hadoofy. That's H-O-D-U-F-Y. Um, Silent Pocket is another brand name. Just to name a few. They all work the same, but they have different stitching and features and price points. So whatever brand you choose, you need to get yourself one as the security state is continuing to violate the Constitution and your God-given American rights to privacy. It's not about if you have nothing to hide. It's about the principle that the Fourth Amendment is not conditional. Now, did you know the Department of Homeland Security can put you on a domestic terror watch list just for homeschooling your kids outside the brainwashing and dumbed-down public school system? That's 100% a fact. Because of this, you know, I want to endorse the Ron Paul homeschool system. And you can find it, find it at ronpaulhomeschool.com. It teaches your kids in domestic terror, such as critical thinking, comprehension, high standard education that surpasses the public school systems. And in levels above like third grade, I'm pretty sure the system is entirely video based and automated online. So it doesn't require mommy and daddy to be full time teachers. They can do this from a desk in their room on like an inexpensive Chromebook. Well, you can still grow like a home based business have a grandparent or child care monitor, uh, monitor their day-to-day or whomever you see fit, and then allow them to have the important social stimulus at like an after-school program like the Boys and Girls Club, dance, sports, MMA, whatever. But overall, it's time for this country to raise thinkers and doers, not sheep and robots that reinforce the status quo, which is why I cannot enough recommend the Ron Paul homeschool system. Um, in addition to this, the Mesh News Project would like to recommend to families becoming a member of a mosque, a temple, or a Christian church. Even if you don't know what you believe or you don't believe anything at all, what public schools don't teach you is ethics. That's where church comes in. In many degree programs in higher education, there's often a course called ethics, but that's in higher education. You know, like business ethics, medical ethics, judicial ethics, etc., where school, where, where school teaches, public school just teaches education, not even that well, church fulfills the portion that's not covered in schools, and that is human ethics. So not only do churches provide ethics trainings for your kids, but it also gives them social interaction within the environment of high ethics. So even if you're not a believer, have that discussion with your kids, just like you did with Santa Claus, you know? This is, overall, it's just an imperative ingredient for raising good people. And when they turn 18, tell them they can do whatever they want. But until then, their ass belongs to Jesus. And finally, we would also like to endorse, you know, shit hits the fan skills, like learning basic home and auto repair, uh, learning how to do food and water storage. You can learn all that stuff like on YouTube and learn 3D printing and, you know, 3D printing for parts, etc., or even for firearms. You have to understand, you know, the pandemic really opened our eyes to you know, the, the country could short, shut down in just the littlest of time. And you may not have access to many resources. Banks might be shut down. You know, who knows? But with 3D printing, you can go online to like places like the Gatalog. That's G-A-T, like GATS, Gatalog.com. And they, can they teach you everything about 3D printing your own firearms. And they're legal. It's legal. It's within the law. It's not illegal. They're not ghost guns. Um, it's legal within the law or they wouldn't be able to exist. Go to the Gatalog and other online resources 
And, you know, also if things shut down, you might need to print things like parts, replacement parts, whatever. So 3D printing, absolutely. Um, aside from basic, like, food and water storage skills and home and auto repair skills is an imperative. Um, it's just like insurance. You know what I'm saying? You pay insurance for your car and your home, etc. Just in case. You need skills that are insurance. Now, Mesh News is a zero-profit production. And you can find out more about us at meshnews.org. And I recommend watching our annual documentary, 2030 Vision. You can find it at the front page of our website. That's meshnews, M-E-S-H-N-E-W-S dot org. Now, if you take anything away from this podcast, I want you to understand, like gospel, it's not red versus blue, brown versus white, LGBTQ versus breeders, or you versus your neighbors. It's always been and always will be the haves versus the have-nots. You are the only thing that's real. Narratives are the delusions. Fear, love, and time is the only currency. I'm Stephen Beckman, and I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble.